Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. All right, Greeny rolling along here with you, presented by Progressive Insurance and guests on the Goodyear Hotline. A time in this hour, as usual, for your Monday hot takes. We'll do those at the bottom of this hour. I'll tell you when to call. I don't want you sitting on hold uh, all morning long here, so I'll tell you when to give a call, and we'll get your hot takes coming off at NFL Sunday. We're wall-to-wall football today. Very quickly, before I get into the sound bites, I just posted so you know what I'm talking about. The Teddy Bridgewater play yesterday. Sort of a nondescript game. Eagles good, as you point out, Hembo, they're 4-6. and six. Uh, Broncos are still kind of in it, even though I don't think they're very good myself, but that's neither here nor there. But there's a play where there was a fumble, and is it Darius Slay who's returning it? Mm-hmm. Is running it back. And Teddy Bridgewater, who's the quarterback, of course, makes one of the worst efforts at a tackle that you will ever see. Like, he, 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 he doesn't... I have said many times a quarterback needs to get out of the way when this happens. Just, just, just fall like Peyton or Tom Brady would do. Just fall down on the field into some sort of fetal position and, and don't go anywhere near the play. Um, Teddy Bridgewater makes the colossal mistake of kind of putting himself in position where he could make a play on the ball. And then to say he olays it is really kind of understating it. If you haven't seen the play, I put it up on my page at ESPN Greeny on Twitter just to make sure you see it because he's getting summarily mocked. <laughs> Rex went after him to this morning on TV saying, oh, come on, make a, you're wearing two gloves already. Make a tackle out there. I'm torn on this play. Because I've said many times, if you listen to the show, you know. I've said many times, quarterbacks do not be getting involved in tackles. You're not a football player or a quarterback. Get out of the way. You're going to hurt yourself. That said, he needs to be much further away from the play than this. Like, if he's far away from the play and makes no effort to run towards the play, no one's going to say a word. But unless what happened was... And I haven't seen the all 22. I'm sure uh, Robert Sala will get that for me at some point. <laughs> but, but unless Darius Slay literally made a beeline directly for Bridgewater, Teddy winds up standing right in harm's way and just makes no effort at all. You seeing it? You know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about. Nuno, have you seen this play? Oh, I thought about you when I saw it. I was like, he did what Green, kind of what Greeny is saying to do. See, but he need to get out of the way. Like it's too. Like, okay, I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you an example. I'll give you a, a comparison. If who's the best dunker in the NBA right now, Nuno? Who's who's the single best dunker? Whoever it might be, Zach Levine. I don't. Zach Levine is flying down the lane at you. You have a couple of options. One of them, get out of the way. You don't want to wind up on a poster. Another, go up and challenge it. But don't do the third thing. <laughs> just, Sliding which charge. Is just kind of stand there and get dunked on without moving. Like, like literally head for the hills. If Zach Levine is coming down the lane with a, 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 a you know, DeAndre Jordan may be a better example because he, he has to weigh 300 pounds. And he's coming down the lane at you and he is going to flush it on you no matter what you do. I have no problem with a guy just getting out of the way. You know what? I don't want to wind up on the other end of that poster. I'm running. That I have no problem with. But if you're going to stay there, take the charge, right? <laughs> Go up and try and contest it. Like, Teddy does a little bit of both, and thus he does a lot of neither. And that, to me, is where he goes wrong. I think you got to go for the trip if you're the quarterback. Like, you go low. Baker Mayfield tried to make a tackle, right. and that ruined his season. It ruined his season. you, you got to go low. You try to just trip the guy up. Like, he was... Darius Slay ran right past him, and then for another 55 yards. <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> well, yeah. And the biggest issue is... I. 
like I had no issue kind of what what he did. It's his his response after the game. Oh, what did he say? I didn't he hear said, that. Oh, so he said I tried to force the ball back. He said, um, <laughs> he said at the edge. We always say the sideline is your friend. I tried to force the ball back. That's all I tried to do right there. Well, he didn't try very hard. <laughs> that it it I even I. Who am, as I've told you many times, I believe there should be a helicopter hovering above the field and a rope ladder should fall from it when there's a turnover and the quarterback should be whisked away to safety. That's a better look than what he does. What he does, he's not forcing anyone to the sideline. No. He's running over and then thinking, uh-oh, I'm much closer to this than I want to be. I'm getting the hell out of the way. <laughs> and and so it's just a bad look. Anyway, if you haven't seen it, I threw it up on the Twitter page there, at ESPN Greeny. So you can get a look at it, and you can make up your own mind what you think. All right, to the sound bites. I'm sorry, what? What, what, what? I'm sorry, what? what? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry. I'm what? sorry, what? With Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. If your pet is hurt in a car accident, Progressive pays up to $1,000 in vet expenses with free pet coverage. Visit Progressive.com. Some of the more interesting sound bites from the day in football yesterday. Let's start with Robert Sala. God help us. Uh, the, the Jets head coach talking about the struggles of his defense, which, again, has allowed 175 points in their last four games. Yeah, clearly it's not good enough, Um, especially ever since coming off that, uh, ever since that Tennessee game. It just hasn't been good enough. Uh, Atlanta, we played all right, but um, uh, ever since that bye week, just not nearly as good as we want it to be, and it's something that we've, obviously, we've got eight games left, and uh, from coaches to players, we've got to find a way to get better every day. uh, Otherwise, you're you're selling yourself short, so... Okay, now tell me if I'm wrong in that. A person has to be authentic to themselves, okay? I'm in no way suggesting that if that is his real reaction and and if that is his disposition and his personality, I've never met him in my entire life. I don't know. He does seem like a genuinely nice Mm. man. Um, You can't ask a coach to be phony. Like like there are some, well, I guess in almost any business in any professional endeavor and anything in life you can't be a phony because eventually people will see through that but am i the only one who wants to hear something more than that like like you've allowed 175 points in four games why don't you sound angry like i'm a fan i'm fed up furious disgusted can't take it anymore like I want to throw things around my apartment while I'm watching these games. My wife literally at one point yesterday took the phone away from me for the things I wanted to tweet about the Jets. And 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 he's standing up there so calm that it rubs me the wrong way. Now, again, I think it, it probably means he's a fairly centered person. And it probably in the long run is better for him. But as a fan, Nuno, am I wrong? Like, you're a fan like me. You're like a lunatic fan like I am. Like... If Joe Judge got if, if if the circumstances were reversed, how would you feel? I would be upset because he just seemed yesterday like he was defeated. Like, mm. like I know you're not gonna have all the answers, but he just like he's tried the hey, let me be cool with the uh, you know with the reporters. Let me try to be funny, right? Like none of that's worked. And yesterday he just didn't have any of the answers. And he that was the last place he wanted to be. He was done. I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. So, again, I'm not suggesting a person needs to be phony, needs to not be true to themselves, because you have to. If not, your players are going to see through it and all the rest of that. But, like, if ever there was a time to throw something, 
This is the time. Kick over something. I'm getting mad. Well, your boy Dan Campbell, the Lions head coach, like three weeks ago or so, just called out Jared Goff publicly. The former number one overall pick in the draft, who he's only coached for a year. Robert Sala has done nothing of the kind. No. That's the kind of personality we thought he would have based on his temperament in San Francisco. The Campbell only also pers- cried yeah. at a press conference. Yeah, Dan Campbell. I love Those him. Those are two separate ones. One, he called out Jared Goff, and another one, he cried. You're Those 100% two right. two examples this year. I, I, you're 100 I love Dan Campbell. I love him. He could coach my team any day of the week. And, and the other uh, thing, I just jumped out of my head what I was going to say, but I had a brilliant point to make um, with Campbell and all the rest of that and the Lions, and Goff, and everything else. It'll come to me, but whatever it is, like that has been a source of frustration. If the Lions and the Jets played next week, who would win that game? Oh, the Lions. I would favor them by, a, by eight and a half points. Oh, my God. Because they're trying. <laughs> they're trying. Like, they're playing hard, they're and trying. they're trying. They're mm-hmm. bad, but they're trying. Frustrates me now that I forget what I was going to say. He, uh, and real quick, with Dan Campbell, I mean, right or wrong, he's already made adjustments where he took mm. the play calling duties away from Anthony Lynn yesterday. Right. So it's like he's show, he's trying, whereas Salah doesn't give that. Like, that's all we want as fans, right, is give us that effort. Like, the coach as well. Like, yes, the players, but the coach as well needs to show us that he cares as much as we do. And I think he does, but show it. I think I, I remembered what I was going to say. The only person that Salah has called out so far, kind of, is Zach Wilson. <laughs> it's true. Right? Yeah. He kind of called him uh-huh. out. I mean, he has kind of called, by, by saying, by opening the door as much and as publicly uh-huh. as he did during the now short-lived Mike White era, um, which anyone who's ever seen football knew wasn't real. Come on. Crying out loud. Um, all right, let, let, let me pause on that thought because I, I want to sp- spend a little more time on the next one, which I think is really interesting. And, and then you're going to hear a player said that he did not know that you could end a game in a tie in the NFL, which is hilarious to me. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I've done enough yelling and screaming at this point about the Jets. Let me get to a few other things here as we continue our, um, our soundbites, and then and we will get to your calls coming up in just a few minutes. I, I want to play the Aaron Rodgers again because I think this is really important. Rodgers talking about after he played a terrible game yesterday. He was awful. But the Packers got a win. And they are right in the thick of things, and he's going to wind up being great again soon, as soon as this week. And he was talking about how emotional he was after the game. A lot of emotions, for sure. Um, good to be back with the guys. Good to be back at home. Good to be on the field, really. Uh, most emotions from the whole night was probably walking off the field after the game. 
uh, definitely got me a little misty uh, heading off. So that was uh, good to feel those type of emotions and uh, good to be back with the guys. You mark my words. I do believe this episode may very well result in Aaron Rodgers staying in Green Bay long term. There is something about being in the midst of a firestorm, and all of us have experienced it one way or another. Very few of us as publicly as Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers became the epicenter of one of the most controversial topics in American society. And because he's someone who everybody knows, and because he was as outspoken about it as he was in the first interview he did with Pat, then he has been through the ringer. Now, I'm I'm not... um, I'm not suggesting you should feel badly for him. He put himself there. This was his own choice. It was of his own making. But that is not really the point. The point is when you have been when you have been through an experience like he has been through where you feel like everything in the world that could go wrong is going wrong and the world is against you and everything else. And again, we've all been there. Whether it's whether it's very public, like someone like him might experience, or just in your own life, whether it's you get fired from a job or you wind up, you know, a, a very important relationship in your life gets severed, you go through a divorce, whatever it might be. Maybe the the in some cases, you know, the death of someone close to you. When you have that kind of adversity in your life, whether it is of your own making or not, that experience impacts the way you view people and things. And I think that you will always remember the people who were in your corner during that time. And so you look at Rodgers and you you see the way he was with his teammates yesterday and walking off that field and feeling that love from the fans and and talking about getting misty-eyed and everything else. I'm telling you, I think he got a little glimpse of what his life would be if he was not in that cocoon that he has been in for all these years. And I think it could go a long way toward him staying. Now, that's not to suggest that he won't be welcomed with open arms wherever it is that he goes and he won't be beloved and all the rest of that. The idea that, oh, people are so mad because of what he said that, you know, if he goes and signs somewhere else where he hasn't built up all this equity, they won't be excited. Just stop it. He's, he's one of the five greatest quarterbacks that ever lived, and he's still, if not in his prime, pretty close to it. He's going to be great for at least another three or four years. Team fan bases will be out of their minds to get Aaron Rodgers. But none of them will be this. None of them will be what Green Bay is. And so I, I am of the belief, and hearing him say it yesterday just added to my belief, that when all is said and done, unless something really sideways happens, I think he's going to wind up staying. I really do. You agree or disagree, Hembo? I'm starting to agree with you. We know, if anything, over the last few weeks we've learned this is a very introspective person. And obviously the things that have happened to him are pretty jarring, even if they are self-inflicted. So it would not surprise me at all if this was sort of a turning point in their relationship. No, no. Rodgers, the Packers next year is somewhere else. The only other team I can see him going to is the 49ers, if they admit that they've made a mistake with, uh, with Trey Lance. Other than that, I don't know where it, uh, it fits. That's so hard for me to picture. Like, Trey Lance has barely played. Now, there's still half a season left, so maybe he will, but he's barely played. They traded the farm mm-hmm. to go up to three and get him. That, that seems, I hear what you're saying, that feels so hard to picture. The, the, the place everyone has pinpointed is Denver. Mm. I, I just don't see it. I think he's in a better position right now than he would be there, and I, I don't see why he would do it. Uh, Bubba, last up here. Which way is it going to go? Rodgers, Packers next year or somewhere else? Uh, yeah, I'm with you. 
Packer for life. He's in. I think he's going to stay. I really do. I think he's mm. going to stay. Greeny with you, as always, live from the Seaport District to Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. Let me play you. I got two more. Bruce Arians, after the pack, the uh, Bucks played a lousy game yesterday, went after his own team. First play of the game, we're shifting and we jump off sides. I mean, they don't even run a play and we jump off sides. That's just the stupidity uh, has to go away if we're going to go anywhere. Oh, that has nothing to do with ability. It's, it's all about execution and and, uh, and and being a smart football team. We're a very dumb football team. Very dumb football team. I think he loves this. I think coaches love it. I think coaches love, look, New Orleans lost yesterday. They're going to waltz through that division. The, the, he, he will take a really bad performance because now he can just obliterate his team this week. Obliterate. And to your point earlier, Nuno, the Giants – are the unfortunate sacrificial lambs <laughs> who wind up getting them this week. I, I am not worried about Tampa. I was more, let me put it this way. I wasn't worried about Dallas last week, and I was more worried about them than I am about Tampa this week. Let me ask you this then, because we saw the Rams totally wax them. We saw the Saints beat them in a game in which Jameis Winston got hurt and Trevor Simeon, Trevor Simeon had to finish. They then had a bye, and then they laid an egg against Washington. How many things? How many things have to happen before you do start to worry? Because well, those I are mean, a lot of things. They're six and three. Mm-hmm. They're they're not three and six. Mm-mm. They're six and three. Their defense has to start playing. You know, we sort of got to this on TV this morning in a roundabout way. But their defense was not great all year last year. It got red hot at the end, and I think we then extrapolated from that. They're a great defense. They've not played like a great defense. Mm-mm. But you look at their schedule the rest of the way this year, and we have it up on the screen on the TV right now. Like, I, So what is that? How many games that they have left? Three, five, seven, eight. They have eight games left. I find it almost impossible to picture them not winning six of those eight. They will win six of those eight games. They'll wind up 12-5. and five. They won't get the overall buy. I do not believe they're going to get the buy in the NFC. But I don't think that I – mean, Brady was a wild card last year. Mm-hmm. And wound up winning. I mean, I guess I'm just putting a lot in the Brady basket, but that's quite a basket. I think Ryan Clark made an excellent point on TV today, Greeny, when he said, we're learning that Brady does need Gronk and Brady does need AB. Like part of the reason he went there is because he had this stable of weapons and he doesn't have all of them. All right, I want to do a bunch of other things. I mean, mean, none of the other sound bites are so important that you need to hear them. There's a few things I really want to get to. You ask these questions. Greeny's question of the day. All right, here's my question of the day. And Bubba, I'm going to ask it to you first. Mac Jones went 15th overall in the first round this past year. He was the fifth quarterback taken. I'm going to ask you right now, where and when, maybe more when than where, should Mac Jones have been drafted? If he could do it all again right now, where would he go? I, th- I think he should have gone second. I, I still think Trevor, number one, makes sense. It, it seems like they're building on some things there. I think he sh- should have gone second. If it, let's put it this way, actually. I mean, I'm expanding the question. So the, the quarterbacks went in the following order. They went Trey, uh, Trevor Lawrence went first. Zach Wilson went second. Uh, Trey Lance went third. Justin Fields went fourth. And Mac Jones went fifth. If, if the draft were to happen right now, in what order would they go? <laughs> Bubba, in what order would they so You're saying Trevor Lawrence would still go first? I think, yeah, Lawrence first, Mac Jones second. Justin uh, Fields ben third? Fields, yeah. 
Lance, and then, and then you know Wilson probably in like the fourth round, I think. Yeah, I mean Wilson, he would go fifth of that. There's no question. The fifth round, he yeah. would, <laughs> I mean, he'd go fifth of the five yeah. of, of that. There is, I mean, I can't argue it. I know you're just trying to make me upset, but I, I couldn't be any more upset than I already am. And it's it's a hundred percent to certainty. Um, no, yeah, five of five. He would he would be the fifth of the five quarterbacks. Nuno, do you disagree with any of that? The order would go Lawrence, Jones, Fields, Lance, Zach. Um, I could flip-flop Fields and Jones based upon just kind of what we've been seeing. From, Me too. Uh, from Fields, Fields could go second, yes. you're saying. Yep. I'm with you. I'm with you. That could go either way. I, I'm not 100% sure that I would take Lawrence first is the thing. I'm, I'm not 100. I'm not really? A, well, I mean, have you seen enough that says, based on what you've seen so far? Now, look, he's on a terrible football team with a, you know, questionable set of circumstances. Mm-hmm. He probably still would go number one. Would you take him number one? I would still take Trevor Lawrence number okay. one. So my question for you is, like, are you asking me, I'm only allowed to weigh his NFL career, or do I have all the college stuff? No, you too? got everything. If, if the draft oh. were today, and we've seen what we've seen so far, in what order would you take them? I would go Trevor. Over your board. Trevor, one. One. Justin Fields, two. Two. Mac Jones, three. Three. Trey Lance, and then Zach. And Wilson. then Zach. So yeah. th- those are the mm-hmm. only two we could flip-flop. I mean, it's, well, Brandon, why are you waving your hand? Like, what, what, what are you so upset about? Brandon is a Jet fan. What part of that are you disagreeing with? Zach, of those five? Why are you saying that? Like, he's saying no way. He doesn't have a microphone. So why are you saying no way? You'd say Zach is the number... Right, he's not being coached up right, but that's exactly what the point is, is that these guys, more of them are ruined than are developed, and they're ruining him. They're doing everything they can to ruin him. But if Mac Jones was the uh, Jets quarterback right now... He'd suck. (laughs) If Mac Jones was the Jets quarterback right now, he'd suck. You're making the opposite point, then. Like The point is not that these guys have done anything wrong. It's all circumstantial. Yes, but that's true of everything in football. Football is the most... It is the most interdependent sport that we cover by far, Mm. and quarterback is the most dependent position. if Zach Wilson was the Patriots quarterback this year... Much better than he is. He wouldn't be as good yet as Mac Jones is, but it'd be much better than he is. If Zach Wilson had been drafted by the Patriots, Cam Newton would still be there starter because they are smart enough to realize he wasn't ready to be thrown to the wolves like this much less not have an experienced backup or a coach who knew his you know what from his elbow (laughs) that's that's what would happen that's the difference between being inept and being ept all right let me throw open the phone no matter what happens you bring me back to this um i still got to get nuno's notes in here and i want to get to your calls next your hot takes are up next 888-SAY-ESPN that's 888-729-3776 your calls next you're anywhere you want to go your hot takes coming out of a sunday in the nfl are next right here on espn radio greenie the podcast this show is sponsored by better help we all carry around different stressors i do you do we all do big small and when we keep them bottled up as i sometimes have had happen in the past it can start to affect us negatively therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E. 
E-N-Y. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio. A quick update, and this is actually very good news. Sheffy just tweeted that the MRI is back on the knee of Aaron Jones of the Packers, and it is a mild sprain of the MCL. So he's expected just to miss one to two weeks. That is great news. When that first happened yesterday, I'm sure if you're watching that game, you heard Tracy Wilson report that he came out of the blue tent with tears in his eyes. So you know he thought it was worse than that. Like you know Aaron Jones thought that it was a worse injury than that. So that's great news for a Packer team that if you're just joining us here, I said earlier – I think the Super Bowl is by no means unrealistic because their defense is so good suddenly. And they've got Devontae and they've got a, a two-headed running attack when they get him back because this kid, A.J. Dillon, is all of a sudden mm-hmm. really good. A lot of the questionable, quote-unquote, questionable moves the Packers have made have turned out to be pretty good. So, you know, some of us have to eat a little crow and I'll do it gladly. Like, they, they've done a better... Ne- I will never stop saying drafting Jordan Love was the worst thing I've ever seen. Mm. <clears throat> but... Um, I think they have a real chance. Their problem is there's so many really good teams at the top of the NFC. Dallas is that good. The Rams are that good. Let's see what the Cardinals turn back into when they get healthy again. And, you know, Brady is in Tampa. You can't give up on them. So there's no, there's no walk in the park to get to the Super Bowl. But I think the Packers have a real chance. Hey, uh, Granger, for all the ones who get it done, Granger is always there to help. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, 24-7 support, free access to product specialists and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call 1-800-GRANGER, click Granger.com, or just stop by. All right, phone lines are open at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888 888- Seven two nine three seven seven six for your hot takes. Is the first one we have? Is this Kathy? Yeah, we have uh, Kathy in Syracuse on the line. Okay, so Kathy, let me just tell everyone who this is. So Kathy Leo Grande is her daughter works on Get Up and has worked on Get Up now for three years. Her name is Allie. Mm-hmm. She's one of my favorite people in the entire world. And Kathy is a crazy Jet fan. And Hembo has been telling me that she is as upset, if not more so, than I am. And so, and she was threatening to call into the show today. So here she is, Kathy. The floor is yours. What is your take this morning? Okay, I drive from Syracuse, New York, down to the Meadowlands for a game. I mean, I haven't gone this year, but I've had season tickets since Shay. Here's what I'm doing: every week when I watch the game, I'm writing a nasty email to customer service because I'm a season ticket holder with a PSL. And I'm saying for every penalty, for every stupid thing they do, the Johnsons should refund me five dollars for next year's season tickets. What do you think about that? I think I think that there are the Jets are likelier to win the Super Bowl this year than you are to <laughs> than you are to get a response. But you're 100 percent right. No, Kathy, you are as disgusted as I am by everything. More because I drive farther than you do. 
I have license plates that say New York Jet fan. Do you know what that's like in Syracuse, New York? Do you know how many people flip me off for those plates? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I, I gave you the final one more. Anything else? And any uh, any further thoughts? The only thing I can say is thank God Joe Namath is still alive. Uh, that, I'm with you on mm. that. I'm with you on that. Thank you, Kathy, and the best of the whole family. She's the best. And she's, this is where Allie gets it from. Allie is a crazy, passionate sports fan, and she works in sports TV now, and she's brilliant. Um, and that's her mom, Kathy, who is as aggravated as I am, and I love everywhere. She has a, she, I've seen her license plate. <laughs> yeah. She emails you all the time, right? Yeah, she hits me up after, usually after trivia almost every day. So, and she, yeah, she's, she's frustrated, and she has every reason to be. She speaks for all of us. Uh, thank you, Kathy. Who's next up, Bubs? Let's go to uh, Jeff in Queens. I'm All right. sure he's also going to be upset. Jeff, you're on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Jeff, what's your hot take? Hey, what's up, Green? I tried calling on Thursday because my, my two cents on Monday is not that big of a deal. I just wanted to say the Ravens owned us. The Ravens were the Miami Dolphins' daddy. We finally slayed that dragon, and I'm telling you now, the Dolphins are going to finish 10-7 and seven and miss out on the playoffs again because of tiebreakers. They're going to win nine straight games. And I don't know what Brian Flores is doing starting Jacoby Brissett when Tua Tungavoa can clearly play. It was the stupidest thing I ever saw, so I'm still not happy with that guy. But thanks for my call, Greedy. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Jeff is the angry Dolphin fan in Queens that we hear from every week. They just beat the Ravens on Thursday night, and he's fit to be tied. That's what I love about sports fans. Real quick, guess the, the Dolphins at the Jets line for next week. Guess it right now. Dolphins minus... Eight and a half? <laughs> no, the Dolphins are a three-point favorite. Oh, get out of here. three-point favorite. Oh, they should be favored by way more than that. All right. The Dolphins are going to r- wipe the field. The Jets have quit. The Jets have stopped trying. So that's, that's, I don't... That's I don't, correct. The, 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 there's no... That is a lock. Oh, my God. Three and Dol- a half. Dolphins, Dolphins minus three. Put it on the board. Oh, I, KOD. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. Bubba, who's next? Let's go to uh, Ryan up next. Ryan, you're on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Ryan, give me a hot take. Greeny, my hot take is this. The best thing that happened to the Bucks, Packers, Cards, and mine and Bubba's Cowboys was when the Rams picked up OBJ. He'll be a problem. They'll be like the Lakers with Malone and Peyton. They will not win a championship, so thank you, Rams. Okay. That's an interesting take. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's an interesting take. You know, mm. it, it, it is incredible that they sign Odell Beckham Jr. And a day later, Robert Woods tears up his knee in practice. That go, He goes from being a luxury to being a necessity. And I, there's a difference there mm-hmm. psychologically. We'll see. It's an interesting take. I appreciate it. Here's your chance to be a part of Greeny Nation. It's the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is heating up. Fans are hyped. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one that fans deserve. Uh, Bubba, who's next? Next up, we have Brian. All right, Brian, give me a hot take. Oh, Brian. Hello. Yeah, go, Brian. Go. Hello, let's go. Hey. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, North Carolina, I caught a few weeks suggesting that Panthers needed to look into getting Cam, and they did. And they looked hungry yesterday. They played good. Defense played great. The offense looked alive. And they just, everybody looked like they were enjoying football. And I think they've got a shot at the playoffs. I do, too. At 5-5, five and five, I think Carolina is going to make the playoffs. Remind me, Hembo, who did Arizona beat the week before without – because they played without Kyler two straight weeks. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and, and I, 
I could easily just chalk this up to, well, they didn't have their quarterback. San Francisco. But they won the week before, right? They beat San Francisco. But didn't they beat them? Yeah, by two touchdowns. Yeah, right. They, they, mm-hmm. they, they ran the, the – yeah. So, they played great. That was, that was a very odd result considering Kyler was out. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I consider – And Hopkins. Uh, right. Both games. So I consider that a better win than you might otherwise say okay. yesterday based upon not having those mm-hmm. guys because they did play well the week before without those guys. Uh, let me get a few more in here because everyone's got a lot to say this morning. Bubba, who's next? Yeah, we got uh, David up. All right, David, give me a hot take. Uh, from now on, every winning season that Mike Tomlin has and he doesn't make the Super Bowl needs to be a loss. Congratulations for him for passing Bill Cowher. But um, me as a diehard Steelers fan, I think we're all still living in the mid-2000s, and he needs to get there. Okay, I'm not exactly sure I understand. What was the point he was trying to make there? That he's down on Tomlin? Yeah, he sounds like he yeah, believes Tomlin's, Tomlin's thing is he never has a losing season. Right. But if he's never going to win a Super Bowl again, that doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, look, they playing yesterday without their quarterback who they lose to COVID the day before. I'm willing to cut them some slack. Man, they don't have a good backup there anyway. Um, and, and I'm willing to cut them some slack. I think their season has been better than advertised. They made some ridiculous plays, mistakes yesterday. They didn't lose. I mean, a, a tie. Everyone maligns a tie. <laughs> okay, we're doing this now. And I'm not saying I like a tie, but I'll continue to say it. A tie is better than a loss. You want another prediction? The Steelers will get into the playoffs based on that tie. They will make the playoffs because of that tie, because the kicker on Detroit kicked a 48-yard field goal, 28 yards. <laughs> Without it being blocked, he chunked it. I've never seen a kicker chunk it. If you, if you play golf, you know what I'm talking about. If you ever hit a five iron and it goes 40 yards it goes straight. <laughs> because you hit the ground before you hit the ball, it always goes straight. If you hit it fat, which is what the golf term is, he just hit it fat. He kicked it fat. But who does that? Like, <laughs> never see that in the I've NFL. I've never seen that in the NFL. That was in its own way one of the worst kicks I've ever seen in my life. Real quick, to make the, the, to make the caller's point, though, do you remember the last time the Steelers won a playoff game? The last time the Steelers won, won a, a playoff, playoff game. game. I want to say, did, they, did they, they beat Kansas City in a playoff game. They beat Cincinnati and Kansas City in back-to-back weeks, I want to say. The mm-hmm. question is, what year was that? I remember I remember what studio we were in, so it was before 17. I'm going to say this was 16? That's correct. In 2016, that's the last time the Steelers won a playoff game. They won two that year, but they beat Miami in the first round in the wild card, and then they beat Kansas City. Okay, so the, the A-B game where he got flattened by Cincinnati that was, was the year before. That's correct. Okay, so nung, 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 nung. That's yeah, I mean, look, I think Mike Tomlin is a great coach. So do I. And, and I understand... You know, what have you done for me lately? I get it. We live in that world. But all you need to know, all you need to know is there but for whatever else, you could be rooting for a team like mine. I mean, what, what I would give for Mike Tomlin, what do they pay him? Because I'll give it to him. I mean, I don't, there's, there's nothing I wouldn't do to have Mike Tomlin coach my team. He is a, I think he is a genuinely great coach. And I think he continues to be that. Okay. Uh, thank you for the calls, for the hot takes. We got so many things. I want to do a few of Nuno's notes. Now, what's going on, Nuno? Not much, Greeny. Nuno is a unique personality. There's just that je ne sais quoi. He puts notes on all of the games into the Google Doc for me. I'm definitely a savant. And I like it. I just enjoy it. Nuno's notes. So I oh, like sure. Let's do it. 
I like some of Nuno's notes. And so I'm going to read you again. He just puts notes in. He just, in our Google Doc, our show doc, he just writes the final score of the game and then offers a few of his thoughts on it, <laughs> uh, which I think is terrific. And they are frequently entertaining. I completely agree with his take on Bill's Jets. He writes, this is the best thing to happen to the Jets. Now stop playing around and name Zach Wilson the mm. starter. And, and yes, I mean, that should have been obvious all along. In fact, I think it was obvious to everyone except the coach. Everyone except the coach of the team who wanted to say anything is possible. Somehow the coach got caught up in the Mike White hype. I get Mike White getting caught up in the Mike White hype. Robert Sala should know that his franchise is named Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson will be there longer than he will if it doesn't go well. Or as he should be. And if not, then it's the worst draft pick of all time. So I completely agree with that. So is it a good thing that you got humiliated on your own stadium yesterday? I guess not. But it is time to stop playing with that nonsense. Uh, of the Cowboys-Falcons game, he writes, after that performance against a subpar Falcons team, I'm sure Cowboys fans won't overreact and book their Super Bowl tickets just yet. He hates the Cowboys. Bubba, what's your response to that Nuno note? Oh, I mean, yeah, now the Falcons are subpar. They play well, and it's, uh, you know, I, you can't, I can't deal with this guy, you know? The Cowboys th- came in and literally dominated every aspect. They, they even took Dak out at the end, which was great. So, I, mean, I think Bubba actually just put in his time-off request for the Super Bowl. I mean, I— Like, I literally <laughs> think he just said that. He's got a chance. I really do. I believe no, he's got a chance. No, that's why I do that, because I do believe they have a chance. Listen, I'm glad also that C.D. Lamb actually had a good game and, you know, helped my fantasy team a little. Like, <laughs> about time. But still, I don't need to be happy or, or want to see that stuff. You don't need to be happy was a Freudian slip that I enjoyed. (laughs) Of of the Patriot game yesterday, he wrote, the Pats have become the most dangerous AFC team behind the Titans. I thoroughly agree. In fact, and I'm the one who told you the Titans were going to be the number one Mm -hmm. seed in the AFC because their division is so bad, and I continue to believe that. But without Derrick Henry, I don't think they make it to the Super Bowl. I, I know they've won games without him. I do not think they do. I think the Patriots have an excellent chance to make it to the Super Bowl. Um... Let me do two more. Washington beating the Bucks. Nuno writes, don't worry, Tommy boy. You get the Giants next week. All your issues will go away. Nuno, the Giant fan, picking on his own team. And then of the Lions and Steelers, he writes, the Lions will be the first franchise to go 0-16 and 0-16-1. (laughs) (laughs) That's really well played. All right, one more piece of business here on Monday Night Football Preview brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Give me some numbers on the game tonight. Rams, Niners. The Rams are on the road, but they're a a three-and-a-half-point favorite in San Francisco at Levi's where the 49ers have not won in forever. 79% of the public bets so far, however, have come in on the Rams. 89% of the public money on the Rams. So, Greeny, what say you? Well, that worries me. Why have the 49ers been so bad? Why did they get so bad? Their defense. Their defense has totally collapsed. They're still moving the football with relative effectiveness, but... Is it the, is, is it the departure of Robert they're Sala? They're badly missing Robert Sala. I mean, I, 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 what? <laughs> Nuna, why are they so bad? Why did San Francisco get so bad all of a sudden? Maybe they're just not that good. I'm kidding. I, they've had a lot of injuries, but I will ask this. Is this like Jimmy G's last stance? Like, yeah. If they lose this game, do they have to go to Trey Lance and just see what they have? I think they do. I think there's no reason not to. They probably wish they could what go to Matt Jones. What about Kyle Shanahan's uh, Minus three and a half? Shoosh. Mm-hmm. I, I want to take the Rams and give the points, but all that money is never is just, just never goes there. Mm-mm. 
All right, the official pick is going to be San Francisco plus the three and a half. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. That's a mistake I'm not making again. All right, I'll try and calm down. See you tomorrow, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.